Alright guys, pictures up. Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. Ooh, welcome to the show. I'm David Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. What's, What's up? My dude. Yeah. How you doing? Man, I'm just so excited. It's, it's one of those weeks where it's another week. Yeah, but I'm really excited. Yeah. Yeah, because I can't wait to hear you mm. talk about Jason Statham. <sighs> it's just the best. Some dreams, you didn't think they'd come true. Right, but you kept your nose to the grindstone. You know, you were you refused to be distracted right. by the drama in the world. Right. And you did it. Yeah. I said, there are a couple things in that I require. I require a bald man action movie. Right. And that's top priority. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it done. Oh, my God. People. Yeah, I can't wait to hear your review. They did it. Also, I don't want to spoil things. Oh. I don't want to spoil things, but one of the trailers we watched, Oh. I was distracted because it was such a bad trailer. <clears throat> and so I was scrolling through the viewer comments on it. And the review of the trailer yeah. was, quote, this is no doubt. One of the movies made in 2023. <laughs> I felt like that was the kind of review we would give. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's part. That's part of the recagesance, right? The recagesance is yeah. that what we're talking about? I mean, I think I want to call it the recagesance, as yeah. in the. Nick cage Yeah. The re-Nick cage The renaissance of Nick Cage. Are we trying to say we've entered the golden era of Nick Cage I movies? Mean, I feel like he had he reached a high. True. And then he reached a low. Right. But our man was like, if you poop yeah. enough, yeah. eventually you can stand on that poop and reach greatness. <laughs> oh my god. Right? I, and I feel like he's 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 shot in the bucket enough. He's now popped out. He's returned. He's returned to prominence. This is the grossest show we've done yet. He wasn't in the movie that I re read that review for. No, okay. Yeah, All right. yeah. But oh, that was Butcher's Crossing and Dream Scenario. Oh, I don't yeah. want to get. I don't give away. But he is in the two movies that he's yeah. in are Dream Scenario and Butcher's Crossing, yeah. and one of those looks amazing, and the other looks. Less, less, uh, less amazing, less. but still interesting. Yeah, neither one of them looked bad. Right. All right. Well, let's get into the news first. Okay. Because we got a lot of trailers. Yeah. We. I am. I am pumped. I'm yeah. psyched for the trailers this week. Yeah. Because there's interesting. There's good, bad, and ugly. Yeah. And it's the. I don't want to ruin the surprise, but it's, it's most of what we have to talk about this week. <laughs> 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 because let's talk about news, and when we talk about news, it's kind of. <laughs> Nothing going on. <laughs> so that's our high high end sound effects department. Yeah, I, well, we pay for those are our three D after effects. Right, right. You're not watching the show, so you, right. can't, you don't see it. You don't see the holograms. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Henry designed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, so we kind of had two big things. Okay. Do we want to start off with the biggest of the two? Yeah, you go ahead. Okay, Crossroads, the Britney Steers movie. The Britney Spears movie? Yeah. 
I love how you say the Britney Spears movie as if I have any idea that there is such a thing. You don't remember Crossroads? I remember Britney Spears. Mm, and I, she made a movie called Crossroads. Oh, I did not know that. I believe Jada Pinkett Smith is in it. Oh, my God. And. Oh, so this is an old movie. It's an older movie. Okay. Gotcha. It's from the, it was from when she was like, this oh. movie came out and then they made like the Justin and they made the American Idol movie after this. Okay. I thought, so I, I misread the show notes. The show notes say Crossroads returns to theater. Yeah. Theaters in competition with T-Swift. Quote unquote competition. Yeah. So it's actually to promote some other Britney Spears thing. Yeah. But when it's returning to theaters for like three days will be during the uh, Swiftageddon, Swift. <laughs> if we want to call it, <laughs> where there will be hard pressed to find any open rooms to show anything other than Taylor Swift. But I give them full props, yeah. whoever's, whoever's idea this was, because they don't need to sell a single ticket. But just the fact that they're going to get beat so bad puts them on the radar and the Britney Spears fans or anybody who's even casually interested in Britney Spears is like, oh, Crossroads. Oh, I didn't know that was back in theaters. Oh, cool. And then, like, as you said, yeah. obviously it's, it's teasing a, an upcoming Britney Spears project. Right. Now, <clears throat> the podcast that got me into podcasting, Ooh. which is called Uh Yeah Dude. Uh it's, Yeah Dude. Still going on, 16 years strong. Oh, my God. They have like a 1,000 episodes, close to a 1,000 episodes now. Um, and it's just like, it's a comedy podcast. Anyway, it's hosted by Jonathan Larroquette Jr. Oh. And Seth Romatelli. Mm -hmm. Seth Romatelli is a SAG member because he was in Crossroads. Ah. And so over the 16 years I've been listening to the show, he will often share about the $1.06 he made that year from Crossroads <laughs> <laughs> rentals or showings. Right, right. So, so it'll be interesting to see if he makes any extra money from this. Interesting. So anyway, Crossroads okay, yeah, good. is coming back. Uh, it's not really in competition, but just a little funny joke. Are you there. saying it's coming back on October 13th? It's coming back on the 23rd, I think. So the Swift again will be in full force, yeah. but there might be a little lax. Yeah. You know? We have noticed, um, I think the Taylor Swift movie is going to be heavily front-loaded. Yes. Like, we will definitely carry it for the full four weeks, and it will probably carry it further than that, but we're not going to need seven screens on the second weekend. Right. Yeah. Yeah, people who want to see it will not wait to see it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 We did just get the Taylor Swift posters delivered right. to Penn Cinema, and with, an, with a movie event like this, those posters were immediately delivered up to my office because they're so in demand from the kids that work here. Yeah. You know, you don't want any to go missing. I was just going to ask, like, who's laid claim? Right, to right. The well, Brookie will be first in line. Right. Because she's easily the biggest Swift fan okay. here, you know. Yeah. So she'll she'll get one. Right. The way that you stated that was like, they all came to my office because they're all going up on the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. No, it's like a... Like a um, security thing. Security yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. We did we did it with the, with the Star Wars posters and, you know, because... Got to keep watch. Because the problem is we, we sometimes get like two or three of the exact same posters so we can put them in multiple right. poster cases. So then it's sometimes hard to tell, like, oh, well, there's... Two posters, but if there were supposed to be three, right? Come on, yeah, you know, yeah, it happens. So anyway, all right. Well, in other news, as we sit here today, 
<laughs> Go on. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I don't know what that sound effect was supposed to be. Are you trying out for Star Wars? <laughs> the new droids? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, as we sit here today on a Sunday, hmm. the writers and the studios are participating in their third straight day of talks. Mm -hmm. So we're really hopeful that we can stand by my prediction that it'll wrap up by the end of September. The good thing about this, not only in the fact that it's been going on for days, is that before they started talking, they released a joint statement saying that they would be negotiating. Yeah. And usually it's like one side makes a statement, the other side makes a statement. But they made a joint statement. Right. Not saying that anything particular was happening, just that they were coming back to the table. Yeah. So. And I think it's also a really good sign that we're going on the third day and there haven't been any, like, hateful leaks. Right. You know. Yeah. So yeah. Fingers, fingers crossed that we can put this ugly chapter behind us. You think the, right, us. the writers come to an agreement and then sag after is not far behind? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, don't you? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think once one crumbles, the other they're, one... Because they're wrestling with really almost the exact same issues. Yeah. It's I mean, honestly surprising they're not, like, joined you, together. Right, that's what I'm saying. You would think that you could have that all in one big meeting room. Well, you would think, but I bet that they've got enough nuances that yeah. neither one of them would want to, right. like, feel shattered by the other. Yeah, that's fair. All right, well, all right, that's, well uh, yeah. that's all the news mm, fit mm, to print. Yeah. Uh, what? Huh? Oh. oh, I was a little late on that. Whoa. I was we, fooling we'll around. We'll catch it with the 3D. Because we were fooling around. Yeah. We'll have to get that fixed at the after, the post-production. Post-production. Post or as the kids say, in post. Yeah, Scotty, he does some great work with the 3D yeah. post. But he really can't live up to Henry's work. Yeah. Henry was only good for a couple hundred episodes. Right. And then he got picked up he got big. by the big guys. Yeah. Don't you go getting any ideas, <laughs> We all remember, back during COVID, yeah. what happened when I tried to do the show by myself. <laughs> it, it feels a little dry. Well, we knew it wasn't going to be good. Yeah. You know, I, I would never try to say, oh, I could do the show without you. Nobody was saying that. And certainly you wouldn't try to do the show without me. But I forget what... We, we both did one show without each other. It Was that right? And, and both times people were like, it was missing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And back then, <laughs> this is going to sound funny to say, but back then we cared that we had never missed a week. Yeah. And we were like, oh, we can't miss a week. All right, well, I'll do it by myself. You I know? think that was adamant, or that was admirable. Yeah. From both of us. Right. Because we went a long time. Yeah. That was and, years. We went yeah, years. Yeah. Multiple years with never missing an episode. And we're still very... Consistent. Consistent. It just, you know, sometimes life. Well, now that you're not doing Iron Man anymore, it'll probably right. be a little bit less. So No, because a lot of times no, you're, you're, right. tra you're traveling for Iron Man. Absolutely. I don't mean that in any like, bad way. Absolutely. You know, just, you got other things on your mind. Yeah. Like, like running from yeah. the wall. Right. <laughs> <laughs> running and gunning. Yeah. It, if anybody was primed to make an escape... Right. Like, it would be, like, yeah. any, you're prepared I'm for ready. any situation. You bet. Water, land, right. bicycle. If I'm running from the law and I see a bike on the side of the road, you bet I'm going to jump on that bike. Yeah, yeah. And if I need to swim to escape them, I will. <laughs> to escape? Yeah, to escape. <laughs> yeah. All right, on to new trailers. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine new trailers. And I'm prepared to say most of them are good. 
Yeah. And there's a couple that are excellent. It's hard to even say, like, what my trailer of the week is. I have a trailer of the week. And I think the one I'm going to go with is just because it's so weird yeah. that I want to see it. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, let's start with the most mainstream. The only mainstream. Yeah. And that's The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds, trailer two. I thought this was a good trailer too. Because it showed us more of the story without showing us all of the story. And it showed us new stuff without showing us too much new stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, like I'm kind of looking forward to it. Like it, it started off, it was kind of like, whatever, it's a prequel. Right. But now, like I'm kind of like, I kind of want to see what happens. Yeah, so it basically, correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, but it basically is the origin story of Mr. Snow. Yeah, the, the guy that was the president right. during the Hunger President Game. Snow, I guess, is president the Snow, title. Yeah. And what what it, what we saw in the trailer is that we're going to see Snow and apparently one of his best little buddies from young age, and then v- they grow up. And yeah. sort of what, you know, so you're going to see a bunch of different Mr. Snows. No, I thought that that he had won one of the Hunger Games. Oh, is that what it was? But the way that this was, one of the lines in the trailer for this, the one girl was like, can you imagine being chosen for the Hunger Games to him? And I was like, well, why would she say that to him if he hadn't actually right. done that? But he was, either way, he was one of the first, um, like, um, how was it, mentors. Yeah. And like it, the Woody Harrelson character. Yeah, and it seems like, and then in, in Hunger Games, the original ones, the, those were always people who had previously won. Right. Um. So, but then it looks like it's like his love interest or whatever is now chosen chosen to be in the Hunger yeah. Games. So. I don't know. I I feel the same way you do. This this looked really exciting. This is opening on November seventeenth. It'll be in IMAX. I think um, there's a lot of pressure on it to carry Thanksgiving from a mm. business point of view. And this trailer gave me hope that uh, it looks good enough that you'll get the Hunger Games crowd, and then it also looks appealing enough to people who don't know anything about Hunger Games. Right. So, yeah, I give it an A+. Yeah, it's good. Uh, The next movie is going to be my trailer of the week. Same. Same? Easily my trailer of the week. It's called Dream Scenario. It's from A24, and it stars one Nick Cage. Part of the Rickagesons. Part of, as you heard earlier on the show, part of the Rickagesons. Yeah. Rickagesons. Rickagesons. I want a picture of Nick Cage, but like done up like the Leonardo DiCaprio with like, not the Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> da Vinci. Oh the, yeah, no. Da Vinci. Le- uh, the Da Vinci man. Yeah. You know, with like the, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. the arms. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the Rickagesons. So this, I I can't quite get a handle on what this movie is about, but it appears that there's a regular guy who's a professor in college, minding his own business, and he apparently is, like, appearing in everybody's dreams. Everybody's dreams. Like, around the world, everybody is dreaming about this guy. And not in a, well... I think that it changes, but initially, yes, he's just like things will be happening, and he'll just be like in the room, in the background, not necessarily looking. creepy, but just like because even in the dreams, he's kind of like, "What's going on?" Yeah, like, oh, there's alligators in this room. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, 
And then they notice that it's just weird that this guy's right. just like there. It it looks super weird. And so so then he becomes famous. Right. And so there's a portion of the story that's him, you know, going through, you know, how it's affecting him and and it seems like it maybe the more people think about him, the more his roles in the dream change. Uh, yeah. And like he can become bad or good or definitely by the end of the trailer, there's a lot of confusion because people in his dreams are now interacting with him. Yes. You know, so, and you know, there's his daughter screaming, you know, help me daddy. And, and you don't know whose dream that was in. Right. His or her, right. his, his nightmare. Right. Or her, right. Her. So I, I don't know this, Hundred percent is my trailer of the week. It's called Dream Scenario. Yeah, they're spending a bunch of money to promote it because every time I turn on YouTube, I see an ad for it. Really? Yeah. Okay. And um, I don't know when it's coming out, but it's from A twenty four. I love A twenty four. Who we love. Yeah. And so you know it's going to be good. Let's let's go. Yeah. Uh, following that up, we have another movie from the. So are we done with Nick Cage now? No. No. Because we got another movie from the Rick Cage songs. <sighs> It's called Butcher's Crossing. Now, this movie started off, it's a Saban film. So already I was kind of like, all right, we'll just see how. Like, I almost didn't even put it on here. I was like, can't be can't be worth that much of our time. Right. But then the main character, I was like, oh, I kind of recognize that actor. And then he walks into a room, and there's Nick Cage. Oh, my God. He's like, hey, I'm Nick Cage, and I'm in this movie. <laughs> right. right. It was weird that they wrote that into the script. <laughs> yeah. Because it was a period piece. And he, they're like, what do you say? He's like, nothing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he looked at the camera. And, <laughs> Wink. <Yeah. laughs> so Nick Cage is a, is a, is a, is a trapper the right word? He's a hunter. And yeah. uh, the city guy comes out because he wants to hunt. Right. And Nick Cage is putting together a group of guys to go On a hunt. hunt these buffaloes right. but then it turns out that he's a little crazy and he's, <laughs> right. there's there's like hunting to gather as much as you can and there's at one point i guess he's shot way too many buffalo for them to even skin and the guy's like what's the point if we're not going to get to skin them and nick cage is like oh you'll skin them or i'll kill you yeah and so things get a little crazy things get a little dicey this was <sighs> This was my number three this week. Yeah. Same. Yeah. This was a great trailer. Uh, I'm interested in the movie. I, I I don't know if it'll play at Penn Cinema or not. I don't know how wide of a release. I, honestly, now that we're done with Hunger Games and Dream Scenario, all the rest of these movies, I don't know if they'll play or not. Right. Well, I think it's a ma- All the rest of these movies made me think of this is clearly a hole being filled type scenario. Whether or not these see mainstream light really right. depends on whether or not the right. what happens when the, the strike ends right okay so the next was uh, a movie from searchlight which looked really good called all of us strangers yeah walk me through the plot well this is i'm a little confused is this a love story sort of but i thought they but then it seemed like maybe they were brothers no because they're definitely lovers right so there's a guy who's looking out the window all the time Another guy who walked by. Right. So the guy walking by the street decides to come up and seduce the other guy. Right. As as, as, you do. as happens. Yeah. So always be careful when you look out the right. window. Right. <laughs> and uh, then he, the, the new lover convinces the guy that he says, oh, my parents died when I was 12. And he's like, have you ever gone back? He says, no. He's like, you should. Mm. So then the other half of the movie is the main guy 
going back to his old home. But that's the part that gets confusing. Right. Is it a fantasy or is it reality? Because it seems like he goes back to his old home and he finds his parents are there and they're right. like, you went missing 12 years right. ago. And he thought they died. And he like reconnects with his parents. But his parents look the same age as him. Right. That's the part that throws me off. I'm very confused by this, but it looks like a In well-made a movie. Like it's yeah. going to be a good movie. It looks well-made. <sighs> It's going to probably have a really interesting storyline, you know, because it's obviously not just schlock, as yeah. they say. You know, it's a good, thoughtful storyline. So, I don't know. I'll, all right. I'll watch it. Sure. Why not? All right. What do we have next here? We have a movie called In the Fire, which is another Saban Western. This is the one that garnered the review that I started the show with. Mm. There is no doubt, writes this critic, there is no doubt this is no doubt one of the movies made in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me a little bit about Love it. it. Uh, in the Fire is um, seems to be a super creepy. It's almost like a Western horror movie. Was the vibe that I got, um, right? Or are you yeah. are you asking me because you're asking me or because you forgot? No, I'm asking. So this is the movie with Amber Heard. Yes, as the lead, which is a big. Right. She's been canceled. Right. Into the ground. Right. And she plays a therapist in this. Yeah, something she should maybe see. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Wait, 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 Come on now. Come on now. What are you talking about, Pen? Come on now. Why are you going to put down another fellow professional? It's true. Professional. I mean, you got your Emmy. How about you? You know, encourage someone else along their journey. All right. Good point. Props to her. Yeah. Props to her for making a movie, coming back. Yeah. Um. I don't, I don't get exactly what's going on with this movie. Is she okay? So is, the, is this revenge? Is no, this, no, 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 no. The premise is she's a therapist, right? And she gets called to look at this kid, right? And the whole idea is that they, this town wanted them to do an exorcism on the kid, and the priest said no. How about an extra swift? An extra swift, good, yeah, yeah. That's what. Right. Yeah. So the the tension is between her and the priest because she's trying to say no, the, priest, the kid has a condition and the priest is trying to say the kid is Satan. Yeah. But then at the same time, things happen that seem kind of like supernatural. Maybe, like maybe the kid is Satan. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, maybe he's got, I don't know what they're going to equate it to, probably yeah. autism or something. But, you know, who knows? So do you think he ends up killing her at the end? I think the movie will end with an ambiguous ending of maybe he was possessed and maybe he wasn't, but should we have killed him? Probably. I don't know. Can we look forward to, uh, in the fire Two? I would doubt it. A sequel. No. Isn't it funny how smaller movies never get sequels. (laughs) (laughs) What? All right. The next movie is, I, I don't know what to make of the movie. I take it seriously. Um, I feel like if I was younger, I would know the cast. Yeah, I didn't. Well, a lot of them were like totally new. Yeah. So it's called Tripped Up. Yeah. And it's about these four girls who are like high end chefs. Right. And they go on a road trip together because one girl's like incredibly frustrated and she's like, we need to get out of town. And they go on this road trip to do, to cook at this big festival. Right. And then hilarity ensues. And, and growth and bonding. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ensues. Is it a modern day sisterhood of the traveling pants? Maybe. I, I think this movie will have an audience. I don't know how big that audience is. Though. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like it's going to be bad, bad as much as it's just going to be like, 
very niche. And the, other, the other thing about it is, usually in these type of movies, the actors all play too young. You know what I mean? Like, they're all too old for what they're playing for. Yeah. In this movie, I feel like the actors are all too young for the role that they're playing. Interesting. They all seem, they all seem, for they, as, mu- they do seem young. As, as much as uh, that they're supposed to be accomplished or whatever. They seem like seven years too young right. for it. Yeah. So you're not buying it? Not really. Yeah. Yeah. So the next one I'm on is uh, Story of Graffiti. The, no, the movie's called Story Avenue. Or, yeah, it's called Story Avenue. And then I wrote to remind us. Oh, okay. This is the graffiti movie. It stars that kid, Asante Black. Yeah. Who's exploding. Who we love. Yeah. I mean, he's incredible. And this was a very, very close second. Luis Guzman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Who famously I look a lot like. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I get that all the time. Yeah, people are, is that Luis Guzman? So Dream Scenario was my trailer of the week. Story Avenue was my close second. Um, mm-hmm. I love a movie that takes place in New York, and this looks like a powerful story. Uh, there's a great scene which kind of shows you. It's 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 a little bit too bad that they put it in the trailer, but um, the the main character is mixed up with some bad guys, and he ends up with a gun, and he has to stick somebody up at the Story Avenue subway stop, which is why the movie's called Story Ave. And... Um, he pulls out a gun on this guy who's played by Luis Guzman, and and he says, "Give me all your money." And the, Luis says something about this gun is really big, and you don't have to do this. And the guy says, "I don't know, give me all your money." And then Luis Guzman says, "No," just just like that, no, and then walks away. Yeah. Well, he says he's like, "I know what rough and tumble kids look like, and you don't look like a rough." Well, whatever. Like, oh, is that, that what he said? Yeah. yeah, he's yeah like yeah, I know yeah. what like these types of kids yeah, be, yeah. You know, look like the type of kid that pull the trigger. So Luis goes on to be a valuable mentor to this kid. Right. And apparently like takes him under his wing. And I don't know how they go from pulling a gun on him to being in his living room, but somehow that connection is made. And it looks like a really beautiful story. Um, looks really artistic. Looks like it's yeah. going to be visually pleasing. Are you telling me that most people who pull you, guns on you, you don't have over? I mean, not typically. That's odd. Yeah. All right. Wow. I think, I don't want to say out of school, but I think a friend of mine who I almost named since we all know him, but I'm not going to name (gasps) him, um, had a gun pulled on him. (gasps) And our friend is bigger than everybody and knocked the gun right out of his hand and just said no. Wow. Yeah. How gutsy is that? That's super gutsy. Yeah. So this reminds me of that Forrest Whitaker movie, Oh, yeah. Was it, or maybe it's not Forrest, but Finding Forrester, is that what it's called? Mm, I don't know. The one about the writer up, who's like a recluse at the, in the, and like the street kid becomes friends with him and, hmm. and literature saves him, basically. People will know what I'm talking about. No, they won't. <laughs> anyway what if what if we had a staring contest on the podcast would that be gripping entertainment or what in editing i'd add at least like five minutes right. like, <laughs> okay the next movie looks uh weak but it looks like a great story this is the story of the woman whose case uh, is the origin story of what we now refer to as getting your Miranda rights read to you. Yeah. Like, you know, every time... Well, I mean, it's, it's not her case. She's, well, it's his case, because he's Miranda. Right, right. No, 
He's Miranda. He is? I thought it's called Miranda's victim. He's Miranda. His last name was Miranda. Oh. And so the whole thing was that he was convicted of the crime without what we consider due process now. Oh. And then this is the story of, so he's con- he's convicted, put in jail right, right, right. for this crime. And then another lawyer comes and he's like, what you did was not, what they did to you, coercing you into this was not right. Yeah. And a big part of one of the lines, see, I think this looks great. One of the lines in this was like, one lawyer says to Miranda's lawyer, he says, what about Miranda's victim? And 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 justice for her, and he says, "I don't care about her. Mm. Like I'm not. This isn't about her." Mm. And so, and it becomes a thing of like them basically taking this guy who was in, who was convicted of a crime, pulling him out, and basically like, all right, well, we're freeing him to put him back on trial and try try him the right way, right. which is almost impossible after the prejudice of already being convicted. Right. Um, so it's it's a really big thing. And another thing is. The actress, the main actress in this is Abigail Bresden, which is great to see her. Yeah. You know, I haven't seen bit, her in years. A little bit of sunshine yeah. back in action. So. And I forget some of the others, but like Donald Kiefer, Donald Sutherland plays the, I almost said Kiefer. Donald Sutherland plays the judge, I yeah. believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there is. Uh, I think this looks good. Yeah, I take back what I said. It, it does look pretty good. Yeah, but it's all about why. Because a lot of things, a lot of the the, Kate, the Miranda rights thing is is often heralded as this great, amazing like protection that are that right. we've put, in. and it is. But getting there mm. meant taking someone who was horrible and basically right. like freeing them mm. in order to get it to happen. Well, just the little bits that you saw in the trailer, um, Abigail Breslin looks like she's oh, yeah. delivering a great performance. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, the final movie we have here, you know, this is not a movie that I want to see, but by God, was it a great trailer? Yeah, it was. It's a Shutter film. Did you say by God? By God. Okay. As it's B U I G O T. <laughs> by Game of Thrones. Right. This is what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's got Elizabeth Banks. Who, no, it does not. No, yeah. No, it has Heather Graham. Heather Graham, obviously, right. who I love right. so much that I thought she was <laughs> right. Elizabeth Banks. Right. It's got Heather Graham. Right. This, it's so, it's sold in this, like, it's got weird music. It's like kind of like, oh, this is going to be a horror movie, but it's kind of wacky, and it's over the top, and it's it's like. It's a body swap movie. And it's got me interested. Yeah. And the trailer was done really weird yeah. and really well. This is a movie that I would absolutely watch on TV. Yes. It's a horror movie, but it looks so cheesy that it's probably not going to be real scary. Um, I think the idea is that they, well, I already said it. It's a body swap. Yeah. And yeah. when the killer is in her body, yeah, he's like really, he's really wacky. Yeah. And that's the part because Heather Graham is great at wacky. Yeah. And it does look fun. I mean, it, it looks scary and it's a horror movie and blah, blah, yeah. blah, but it looks like a fun one. Right. Yeah. So not normally our cup of tea, but I'll give it a, this, I, as far as who knows how the trailer actor, the movie actually is, but the trailer was, I thought was very well done. Yeah. Um, before we leave trailers, can mm. I just make a comment that reminded me of something that has nothing to do with trailers? Mm. We talked about this movie called Butcher's Crossing. Yeah. And it reminded me of Miller's Crossing. I'm sorry. Mm. The movie did not. Just the fact that the title had the same similar similar title. 
Have you ever seen Miller's Crossing? No. I want to put it out there for our listeners because Miller's Crossing is an incredible movie. It takes place in the early 1900s. It's a gangster movie, um, or maybe it takes place, I don't know, I think during Prohibition or something like that. And what is so good? Like, it's just an absolute masterpiece. And just now when I saw the word Butcher's Crossing and it reminded me of Miller's Crossing, I thought to myself, why is Miller's Crossing not in my top 10 list? Really? Why have I... Must be something or you wouldn't forget it. Right. I just, I mean, it's such a good movie. It's so well done. And I don't even know who's in it, but there's, it's got an A-plus cast. Um, and it's one of those movies, whenever I remember it, I'm like, oh, I love this movie. Well, speaking of Miller's Crossing, have you ever heard of Miller Lite? <laughs> or how about Crossroads? Crossroads. Oh, is that the Britney Spears movie? It is. Yeah, I heard there. it's making a return. Yeah. I heard it on the Penn Cinema podcast. That's where I get all my news. That's it. <laughs> Obviously, that's why you're so well informed. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, moving on from trailers, uh, we're going to move to movie reviews, which we've got two. But we didn't change the price of the show. No. Still. You thought you were coming for one? No. No. Hold up. Hold up. We're coming at you with Dos. Which is double. Dosos Moviosos. Dosos Moviosos, which is double O's. Oof. Yeah. Wow. So hold on to your hats. Yeah. So I saw Expend Forbles. <laughs> Expend Offables. Expend Offables. <laughs> and Penn saw Dumas Manias. Dumas Manias. Okay, who wants to go first? You. Oh. I mean, I did watch Dumb Money, and okay. I came to the show fully prepared to do a movie review. Okay, cool. But, you know, all right, age before beauty and whatnot. Here's what I thought. <laughs> I thought the last expend, Expendables movie... Expendables, because it's not expend four balls. Yeah, ex expend expend three balls. Three balls. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. right. Was a letdown. I remember being like, ah, man, I really feel like they've lost it. But then there was all this talk about how they were going to make Expendables a female cast. Mm, yeah. And they were going to like mm. do all this stuff, and they were really trying to invigorate it. And then the trailers came out, and they're like, hey, you wanted R? Right, you got R. Buckle it up, buddies. Yeah. You're getting R. Aren't you glad? I didn't say banana. I didn't say a banana. So I sat down to this movie with, with higher than low expectations. <laughs> higher than low expectations, but right. not high expectations. Right. Okay, gotcha. And I left so fully disappointed <laughs> in this movie. It wasn't even fun, dumb action. It was just, <sighs> you know, when <laughs> this is painful to watch, <laughs> you know, when you work, do you ever work retail? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've worked retail. You, know, you work retail and they got the radio on, right? Yeah. And maybe great. there's a song that like you kind of like, sure. Or, or maybe you didn't like, yeah. Like everybody's working for the weekend. Right. But you hear it so often. Mm that it just becomes nothing. Right. You don't hate it or you don't love it. It's just soundtrack. And I felt like that's what the action was in this movie. It was just there, but it didn't elicit any kind of like, I hate this. Yeah. It was so boring that I was really struggling to stay awake. Like mm. whenever there was action, 
my mind was just drifting because not none of it was like going anywhere. The the quips weren't funny. Yeah, there were a couple funny parts, but it just was a huge letdown. And Stallone isn't in the movie as much as you think, and I think it really missed mm. him in it. Um, Arnold's not in it at all. Arnold's yeah, they, they yeah. That's the thing is the the whole thing about the Expendables thing is supposed to be the old guys coming back to action, right? And now they're looking for they need they want to revitalize the everyone they put more people in it, but they want to revitalize the the crew. But now they're adding people that aren't classic action stars mm-hmm. anymore. Whether the action stars are all aged out or the new ones aren't as actiony as we remember. But, you know, like, what attachment do I have to 50 Cent? None. What What's the point of Megan Fox other than that she's pretty? None. Like, there's, like, she wasn't, I don't know. The whole thing just didn't, Jason Statham just wasn't enough to carry it on his own. <gasps> Surprise, I know. You'd think a guy shaves his head and has big muscles, he could carry a movie on his own. Well, plus, he, he walks around, He's he's you, know, you can tell from the way he walks, he's the greatest movie star in the history of movie he's stars. He's pretty much up there. The A-lister. Right. And Second and to nobody. Somehow they got this A-lister mm. in a C-list film. <laughs> C-list film. I don't know how they did it. Yeah. But. They did. Some of the stuff doesn't make any sense, too. Like, these are supposed to be good guys. All right, I'm going to. All right, break talk, it down. I'm gonna, break okay. it down. This is just a very small, small thing, right? Stallone, movie starts out. Stallone's like, I need your help to get my ring back. My ring? Yeah, because he's got this ring that he always wears and all. That's really, and they're like, what? Statham's like, what'd you do with it? He's like, well, I lost it in a thumb wrestling bet, which is its own comedic thing. It's funny. So he takes him to the bar. And he walks in the bar, and literally everyone at the bar is like, hey, Stallone, yeah. hey, hey, like the waitress. I loved you and Rocky. Everyone's like, yeah. Barney, because that's his name. Barney, I love you. Barney, we'll be back again. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> so he's clearly known in this bar. He clearly goes there a lot. Yeah. <coughs> and he's like, I lost it to this guy. It turns out the guy is either the owner or some big wig because he comes out of the back room. Mm. I need to take a drink. Hold on. So he he's like Barney. He's like uh, Christmas. I need you to get my <clears throat> my ring back for me. And there's no like, hey, can we pay you for the ring or anything? <clears throat> Instantly, Christmas just puts on some bar- some brass knuckles and starts beating the crap out of the guy who owns the bar, which turns into this huge bar fight where they wreck the bar. So basically, Stallone went into his hangout. And instead of being like, hey, we all know each other, let's come to some sort of amicable thing or let's make a bet to get the ring back or whatever. Instead, he just beats, they just beat the crap out of everyone in the bar and take the ring back, thus ruining his reputation at this bar. (coughs) Which doesn't make any sense, right? Because it seemed like they were all like kind of on good terms. He just lost a bet. Right. Now, later in the film, they have to account for a dead body mm. that was like a fake dead body. And they're like, but who was the body? And Stallone's like, hey, ever wonder what happened to that guy I lost the ring to? He killed him. But why? Because he lost a bet to him? It's like the guy wasn't evil. He was just the guy who owned a bar that he lost a bet to and then refused to give his ring back. So not only do they wreck his bar, but then they kill him and everyone laughs about it. They're like, <laughs> 
I don't. I don't. Yeah. I look. It took four of them. Fool me once. I like the first one. Fool me twice. I kind of like the second one. Fool me thrice. I'm a little weary. Four times strikeout. That's how sports works. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to comment on how you had like three or four different uh, expressions going at once. Yeah. You had to fool me once. You had to strike out on four. Well, it's, it's baseball. Yeah, right. You wouldn't understand. Or, no, I know. Yeah. So uh, this this franchise is, is dead. You know four the, and it's dead. No, you know what the problem is? The problem is, I, first of all, I think a lot of people are agreeing with you. Yeah. And But the problem, because all of you guys don't like it. They're going to rally the original cast and try to end on a high note with Expendables 5. Mark my words. The next Expendables will have a lot of Stallone, a lot of Arnold, have more Jason, and it'll be, they're going to advertise it as like the end. Back, baby. Yeah. One final ride. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. So, best movie you ever saw, best greatest movie of all time, or worst movie you ever saw? Worst movie I've ever seen. Wow. Well, unlike David, I did not throw away two hours of my life. I went down the hall and saw Dumb Money, mm. which was amazing. Really? Yes. Now, you have to I – w- I, I will grant you this. And, I, you know, I'm always straight with uh, on this show. You know, I'm always honest about, like, my opinions. Mm. This movie was amazing. It will be just as amazing – when you watch it at home, Ooh. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we talk about movies that need to be seen in theaters. Mm. I'm not, I'm not positive. This movie had to be seen in a theater, right? you know, but it did have a great soundtrack. It had great, um, visual effects. You know, the way they, they, they do like a lot of quick shots of, um, like you would almost call it like a montage of like stuff that's happening on Twitter and you know, how, you know, stuff went down. Um, Seth Rogen's great in this, um, Paul Dano is the main character and he's amazing. Mm. And his wife, who's kind of a smaller role in the movie is Shailene Woolley. She's amazing in it. Mm. Um, And my favorite part of the movie is his idiot brother, who's played by Pete Davidson. And even his parents are, I I don't know who they are, but they're recognizable. Like you've seen them in other things. They're older. Um, It was a great cast all the way around. Fascinating story. Inspiring story about sticking it to the man. You know, and and talk about like the underdogs, and it it, it was also a fun movie because I enjoyed. First of all, it's based on a true story, so a lot of it was true. And during the credits, um, they showed some of the scenes from the movie, but with the original, like with the real people, oh, like yeah. like clips of them in the courtroom saying what you saw them say in the movie. Um, so I always find that fascinating. I loved it. Now, I'm going to call out a one, Christina Gaiman who doesn't listen to this show, okay. but this is a question she gave me yeah. knowing that we're going to see it. So why wouldn't she listen if to If anyone show? knows this person, Christina Gaiman. Yeah. Okay. And she has any questions about this movie. You have to tell her they thoroughly discussed yes. it on the pencil pocket. If you want answers, right. You're going to have to listen to the show. What's up? So, so what's this, her question? This is a big question is she was concerned. Will I be able to follow the money? Is it going to get too technical for me? Okay. That's a fair question. Yeah. And I definitely left there with some questions, mm. but they, the, the central element, 
like the key thing that drives the plot is very clear and easy to understand. Okay. Now there's also like, there's a couple things like, for example, Seth Rogen's character represents like the uh, hedge funds and, and even though they tried to explain why the hedge funds were losing so bad based on what the individual investors were doing, they explained that. I never really understood it, so I just sort of had to take that at face value. Okay. Like, you just sort of have to, like, if I'm assuming that, you know, the, the listener that asked you that question, the non-listener yeah. that asked you that question, she? she's probably got the same financial savvy as me, which is very basic. And I did not understand why the hedge fund was consistently losing so bad and why it was so traumatic. Um, but that doesn't get like the fact that I did not understand the technicalities or the verbiage that was used did not get in the way at all of following the plot. Okay. Like not even a little bit It was awesome. And as far as I'm concerned, the movie had a great happy ending and you know, I thought it was really just a fun, I really thoroughly enjoyed this movie. So you're a shop at GameStop now? <laughs> Exclusively. <laughs> yeah. For all your GameStop right. needs. And for my groceries. <laughs> you know, if, if I need anything. Uh, yeah. If I need a hammer or a garden hose. You, you go there first. Or a gallon of milk. It's my first stop have it. is always at GameStop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is GameStop still open? Like, I was kind of laughing, like, during the movie because, like, apparently, like, this whole thing, like, what sort of saved GameStop. For a little bit, yeah. Yeah. And now I was kind of thinking, like, Okay, the movie is great, and I was rooting for the underdogs, but also, like, why does GameStop exist? There's two in the mall, but there's outside of the mall. The only one I can think of anymore is out by the Route 30 Target. But there used to be everywhere. There used to be one up. up uh, there used to be two on Let's Pike. One here, one up by me, by me. Well, there used to be a lot of blockbusters, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's the difference? Uh, well, I mean, these are still selling like physical copies of games and stuff. Oh yeah. So a lot of it is that people are buying more and more digital, but the other thing is that that there's a huge markup. I mean, there's still a market for physical games and we were just at complete and box and look how, how good they're doing. I was just going to say, like I I wanted to, you beat me to it, but I was going to make that reference. Like, but it's, but here's the thing when complete and box opened, that it was, there was a big thing of like, there's four game stops within 10 miles of you. Like, yeah. why would you, why, why even bother? But when they crumbled under their own, own weight, yeah, there's no, now complete box doesn't have any competition. Now they're king. Yeah. So like they can continue to be amazing and do the things that they do. There's a huge market for physical. People still like. Yeah, physical. sure. The problem there is, and it's happening with movies too, is that um, you'll buy your digital content and then the company either goes under or just one day decides, we're not going to have this anymore. And you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I bought that movie or game. You're just not going to have it anymore? And it's just like, yeah, sorry. And hmm. it's like, you don't, with a physical thing, you have it forever. Right. But, so yeah. All right, so Dumb Money was best movie I ever saw. Nice. Yeah. Now what are we doing next week? And I say that knowing completely what it's going to be. Next week... The creator. Paw Patrol. What? Paw Patrol. <laughs> Next week is the creator, which yeah. with every passing moment, I get more and more excited for. I'm so pumped. Yeah. I'm so pumped. But also, I do want to put out a little plug. Mm-hmm. 
because we do have listeners of all ages. <gasps> and if you are a listener with young kids, yeah. you want to be out at Penn Cinema on Saturday morning. We're having bouncy houses and construction trucks and coloring tables. Whoa. And we're having a big Paw Patrol party Saturday morning. I think it kicks off at 10, something like that. Whoa. Um, yeah. So if you got the little ones. That's the time. That's the ticket. That's the that's yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we're excited. Next week is a big week. We got Paw Patrol, the creator, Saw, and oh well, and Dumb Money, but Dumb Money we got a week early. Right. Yeah. So Well you, you now now riddle me this. Someone wants to see the creator, but they've got little kids. Can they just dump their kids in Paw Patrol and go see the creator? Absolutely. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, especially if they're super little. Yeah. Like they, a three year old or a four year old, yeah. that would be the best. Yeah. What we really would prefer is if you would leave the four-year-old with like a couple extra large cokes and a box of uh, goobers, <laughs> oh, you know, so they're all hyped perfect. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you. So I don't think we talked about this on the show. Yeah, can't remember. But the big O's over in Spain. Now you remember who the big O is? I do. He's not the abacus. Right. He's the big he's O. He's the big O. It's funny because he's not that big. No, oh, you got it. That's, that's what he always tells that's me. That's the comedy. Yeah, that's yeah. the comedy. He's got the comedy. <laughs> so the big O's in Spain, living, right. living his life. I guess it wouldn't make sense to call him little O. No. He would take offense. No, what's funny though is his dad has the same name. He's like, I'm the big O. <laughs> I'm the big O. <laughs> uh, he said in Spain, the theaters have playgrounds in them. Hola. And that's like, if you see a movie... With children, they have a place the children just play. Like the whole side of the theater is just a, just like a playground in the auditorium. In the auditorium, like when you're watching the movie, there's just a play area for the kids. Yeah. How how do you feel about that? I feel that if you're, I feel there's a market for it for children's movies, but. I feel like it could be bad for anything else. <laughs> it would infuriate me yeah. for anything else. Yeah. But it made me think. I was like, what if there was a small 20-person room that was mostly just play stuff that only showed the children's movies? Right. Yeah, we we um, we get asked about that a lot. People ask, like, oh, it would be great if you open up daycare. Like, you see that at gyms a lot. They have, yeah. like, date night or something like that where you can – come and work out and drop your kid at the daycare center and stuff like that. But it just never made, never made sense. Yeah. Well, these aren't like on soup, like your parents go yeah. and then the kids just yeah. play in the playground when they get bored. So, cause I know like Chris Hall productions is like, I'm going to take, he wants to take his kid to see Paw Patrol, but he's like, well, we might not make it very long before we have to leave. Yeah. But yeah. All right. So moving on to listeners notes questions. Oh wait, no, we're not. Cause we didn't get any. What is going on? Well, we got one. Via text. Oh, that's true. So we have this fun tradition where we have sound effects for various I can people. play it. You want me to play it? Not if it's long. It's not. Okay. It's not long. I just got to. So I'll, I'll set it up while you're setting it up. Yeah. So some of our listeners love their intros mm. and some of our listeners don't. So I don't want to name names, but we'll play the new sound, the new intro. Well, it's, it's not that we'll play the suggested. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We'll play the, the suggested copy, and you, you, guess who, you see if you can guess yeah. which listener sent, sent, this, this sent this to us. Yeah, let's see if you can figure it out. It's the final brain cell. <laughs> 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 It's the final, the final brain, brain cell. Yeah. Gotcha. There you go. 
I like. I think we should stick with our. Yeah, I feel like it, it kind of fits better. Yeah. Some lis- some listeners really own their theme song. Right. Remember when we talked about Top Ten Sarah and we forgot to play it? Oh, my oh gosh. Boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You know what? I, one of my biggest regrets is never being able to find the perfect theme for Frodo. For Frodo. I just, and, and I yeah. just, I, I, I've never been able to find something that does that works. I got it. Uh, I'm going you know mean? to surprise you next week. Okay. I got a clip. All right. I got a clip. Okay, cool. Yep. I can't wait. Sweet. All right, so moving on. What are you doing outside of the wonderful wide world of movies? I'm watching the morning show. Amy and I are working through season three, uh, which we thoroughly enjoy, and we're going to continue to watch it. But I think I'll just speak for myself. I don't think it's as I think the third season is kind of weak. I think it's weak sauce. Mm. And then also I wanted to mention, because we've talked about it on the show quite a bit, I recently sat down with my friend and watched the entire Ferris Bueller. What's more ridiculous about that sentence? That you have a friend or that you watch <laughs> Ferris Bueller? I think the... <laughs> 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 you, though? Was it a special friend? Was yeah. it an imaginary friend? Yeah, yeah. Was it your dog? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Friend is a loose term around here. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, that's what I've been up to. I don't know. What did you think of Ferris Bueller now as a full-grown adult male? Well, I've watched it plenty of times as a full-grown adult, and I it held up just great. In I fact, there were more, there were little bits that I was like, "Oh, I forgot about that." Oh, right, 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 right. It's so good. It's uh, such a good movie. I bet it is. I love it. Mm-hmm. See, David, this is why nobody likes you. <laughs> oh, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been trying to figure that out for the longest time. <laughs> what about you? All right. What have you been doing? It's more of the same, but I've been reading uh, Invincible Universe, which is the comics that fit in between mm-hmm. the normal Invincible stuff, which I, I've been enjoying, but I took a little break from it. It's like a 2,000-page book, so you know you got to take breaks. Uh, Lower Decks continues. It's Star Trek Lower Decks continues to knock it out of the park with hilarity. Um, I'm just loving that so much. I, I, like I can't believe I love it as much as I do. And then finally... Uh, some huge, huge things going on in Ahsoka. Huge. We got like two of the biggest characters we've been waiting all season to see finally showed up. Mm-hmm. Thrawn mm-hmm. and Ezra Bridger. It's like, <sighs> I mean, get ready. Right. You know, shit's about to happen. Wow. Can't wait till you watch the show. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I was right about Rebel or about uh Yes, Andor. Rogel, Andor. Andor. Now this isn't as good as Andor for you, I don't think, but I'm still curious as to what you yeah. you'll think. What's the deal with Andor? Is there gonna be another season? There's supposed to be. I can't wait. I mean I don't know how long it's gonna be yeah. with everything going on, but yeah. supposed Hopefully to be. that shit wraps up. Yeah. So that's it for for what I'm doing outside of the movies. Now again, next week, the creator, the creator, or Paw Patrol, or we'll see which we'll one. see which one. Yeah, we yeah, we yeah. won't. We'll be surprised. Honestly, I have no idea which one I'll see. I am so, so excited to see the creator. <sighs> we got a little sidetracked talking about that, but I I feel like the closer I get to that movie, the more I think it's going to be good. It's going to be so good. I yeah. like it, the thing is, it's it's become so hyped in my head that if it's not good, I don't like. I don't know how I'm going to deal. Yeah. It's an emotional roller coaster it, it, for David. It is. Yeah. I'm going to be like, I didn't watch it. I watched Paw Patrol. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, all right. Look, if you want to be a part of the show, mm. the best way to do that is to go ahead and shoot us an email at 
podcast at pencinema.com. That's podcast at pencinema.com, our new email address. B-O-D. C as in Charlie. Yeah. A S T as in Thomas. Right. At the at sign that like the ampersand. Well, yeah, not the ampersand. Not but the an ampersand. At sign. An at sign. Yeah. What's the ampersand? Ampersand is the end. Oh right, 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 yeah. right. So what is what's the official name of the at sign? I think it's just an at an at. Really? Yeah. Because it existed before we had at pencinema.com. Well, I think it was always at. I don't know. You know, it's something for us to look up. Someday. Okay. Frodo. She'll know. Hit us up. Our girl. She's <laughs> she's the queen. She'll let us know. So podcast at penicinema.com is the right. best way to email us. If you want to support the show, what's the number one way to do that? Number one way to support the show? Yeah. This, this show. This show. Not the other one. No, the particular. But this one. The one that we're doing now? Yeah. Well, the one that we're doing now. That they'll hear later. They'll hear it later. Yeah, but, but it's they, happening they're, now. They're going to hear it in the future. Yeah, so if they want to support something that happened in the past. That happened in the past. That's perfect. That's yeah. exactly what I was asking. Right. We, we've done something similar to this before, but I've, I've, I've been meaning to get back to it. Yeah. You know, it's just got a lot going on. Your schedule gets busy. Uh, but what, what would be really helpful uh-huh. <laughs> would be, and we've done projects in libraries before, but now what I want you to do is to get into middle schools. <laughs> Which I don't see any problem with this whatsoever. It's super easy. It's super easy. We want you in a middle school library oh. and, and getting out those history books. Mm. And right when they get to the part about the 2000s, I want you to stick a little sticky note in there yeah. telling people listen to the Penn Cinema podcast. Right. And if anybody gives you any lip about being in the school, just tell them Penn sent you. Yeah, it'll, big, be, it'll be fine. <laughs> the biggest invention of the 2000s. Right. Penn right, podcast. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, but if you are leery. Yeah. Of, Why would you be? Right. Which was weird. But yeah. if you are, because oh, we nah. accept everybody for where they are. I'm afraid to break into a middle right, school. Look right. at me. Oh, my God. I could get arrested right. again. Again. <laughs> I can't go back to prison. <laughs> <laughs> You're you're evading the law with your swimming, biking, and running. Right. Yeah. yeah. But so if if you're not cool with that whole scene, right? Then just tell a friend. Tell a friend how much you that enjoy easy. the show. Yeah, it's great. Wow. Yep. Wow. No no post-it notes involved. Yeah, you just have to say it. You don't have to write it down. Although if you write it down, that'll help your friend remember it later. That's true. Put, and when you put it on the post-it note, you have to very very like uppity. Mm. So don't hand it to them. Right. Press it up on their chest. Stick it <laughs> right. in their chest. Right. There you go, buddy. Yeah. And I, <laughs> there you go, pal. Yeah. Right into their heart yeah, where yeah. it needs to be. Yeah. I think yeah. also what would help the show is if people would reference uh, the phrase that you just invented called the Ricagesons. Uh, <laughs> the Ricagesons. The, the Ricagesons. <laughs> yeah. And then when you work that into conversations, people ask you, what the hell are you talking about? Uh, and the, you know, that gives you a perfect opportunity to talk about the Penn Cinema heard podcast. Heard about it on the Penn Cinema yeah. podcast. Yeah. Where I get all my news. <laughs> All right. Well, once again, for the Pencil Podcast, a new tagline. where I get all my news. Right. Right. Uh, and I'm Pen Ketchum. Take, Take care and party on. Thanks for joining us this episode. Our hosts would love to hear from you. To contact the show with your thoughts and reviews, email podcast at pencinema.com. This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners. With locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, 
Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.pencinema.com. <laughs>